This is the final boarding call for passengers Peter Pancake and DJ Paradise. DJ Paradise, Peter Pancake. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, the main cabin door is now closed. We would like to welcome you aboard the one and only Connecting Flight Radio. Oh yes, you are now rocking with the best. I am DJ Paradise and this is Connecting Flight Radio episode 43. Peter Pancake, say what up to all the beautiful passengers of Connecting Flight Radio. Good morning. It is the morning time. We are recording this on the same day that we're releasing it. So for me, over here on the West Coast, <laughs> it is 4 a.m. Is it even 4 yet? I don't even know. Um, but I feel like yeah, Nas because all I need is one mic, one dream. one. I forget what that song. I never really liked that song very much. But I got my mic and I am up and I'm recording this episode because I'm committed to you guys. Peter is up before work recording this episode because he is committed. So it's It's also our fault for... It is, it is, but it doesn't matter. We we making it happen (laughs) because I almost texted you multiple times last night and just said, you know what, let's just do it on Tuesday, but I ain't a bitch, so let's let's do it. Let's go. Um, How was your week? Tell us about your week. Dude, my, this past week was good, man. Like I said, Vegas is all the way back, Um, or, you know, it's not all the way back, but it'll be, it's, it seems all the way back for sure. Um, I DJ'd uh back to back on sunday yesterday uh i dj'd at bloom brunch but i actually didn't dj it was like kind of weird i was supposed to dj but they it was their first time doing like a brunch party and i don't know what happened but they had a promoter and they brought djs and then when i got there i don't know it was all confused but i'm still getting paid and i didn't even have to dj that and i dj'd after that i dj'd at um i dj'd at circa stadium swim which is quickly becoming one of my favorite places to dj just because the big big energy of that place it's like the newest hottest place in vegas and everyone wants to come check it out so uh mm-hmm. shout out to them and then before that i dj'd a wedding which was super dope and i did something on friday um bloom i did bloom on friday so i don't know it was a good weekend um yeah just fun being back in the whole swing of uh djing and whatnot and uh i've also been just we just sold our house because uh like as you guys know I'm moving to Roma, Rome, Italy. So we just sold the house, um, which has been a lot of work because if you don't know, you got to like move all your shit and sell all your shit. But it's been nice because I got a lot didn't of... You, didn't you profit like 120 uh, No, not quite that much, but like just about 100 though. We didn't get that Jeez. full, that first like highest asking price we wanted. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty dope. I guess this is my first like big successful investment has been this house. Uh, I try, yeah. I try to sell a bunch of masks, but you know, that was whatever. <laughs> I still got a lot of masks, uh, to thanks a lot. CDC. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all good, man. I, I, I was more committed to, um, you know, DJing and making podcasts yeah. and whatnot than selling masks. So it's all good. There you you go. gotta, gotta stick with your roots, you know? Uh, how's your week? Would you, would you get into? Week was good. Uh, was at rwb last weekend saturday oh yeah i was gonna say that wild look dope man wild uh shout out to wellman for the never answering the phone when i call him at midnight when i'm playing his song. that we ready <laughs> um that was a lot of fun 
great to see the people. It was the first time I saw Jimmy since he got engaged. So that was pretty fun. And then this past week, I had soccer games five out of the seven nights. So, so you're pretty much so, a professional DJ and professional footballer. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been able to run a lot so I can eat more pizza. So that's kind of cool. Dude, that's the main reason why we work out is so that we can eat. Like, let's be honest. That's exactly it. Um, but got a pretty cool week set up. So I'm headed up to Chicago this coming weekend to hang out with some people. I think Elson um yep. is gonna take me around when he's djing and then the following weekend i'm with dj ankit so that'll be pretty fun he's in croatia right now oh shit dude he's he's the true definition of like this podcast like he should be doing it not us yeah dude, he's been been traveling this whole time been traveling and he's been going to like international time. places and shit like you know we cairo we, yeah <laughs> We've been doing like Croatia little small now. trips. Like, oh, I went to LA. He was in like Cancun earlier. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, we're just visiting each other. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, but but we. Other than that, it's been a pretty cool, pretty cool week. Uh, it's getting warmer out here, so I've been golfing a lot. So that's been fun. Uh, wait, I was gonna then, say you shouted out Wellman. I have to shout him out because I actually saw him the other day. Uh, cause he's DJing a wedding. He's probably coming back right now from, or maybe yesterday from Mexico. He was DJing a wedding in Mexico, but DJ Wellman's never DJed a wedding in his life. Funny enough. And, uh, <laughs> so he like asked me for all this wedding type music. And I was like, bro, aren't you the famous DJ Wellman? Who's like pretty much my mentor of DJing, but whatever I'll give you. And then, uh, I gave him my Serato box. So hopefully I see that again. Because uh, he does it. Customs, baby. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> They're going to think. Yeah, sir. You, you know what's funny? Speaking of TSA, since I don't have um, pre-check or clear, uh, they always make me take my Serato box out. So whenever I go through TSA, you know how you pull the laptop out? You always got to pull the Serato box out, too. So for all you DJs who don't know, they usually, they're usually going to stop you if you have a Serato box. They, they think it's full of cocaine. I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of travel stuff, uh, clear. So I actually just canceled my clear. They just like came out of nowhere. Well, no, no, no. So I didn't have clear. So I had clear like whatever. What is it? The little trial membership. And then Mm -hmm. they charged me right before, you know, COVID happened. And then so I was like, oh, dang, like this is a kind of pointless that I just spent all this money, even though it was like the reduced amount, like 170 or something. Um, I was like, oh man, this is pointless because now there's this pandemic where I can't travel. So I actually canceled my, uh, clear membership and I was like, you know what? I'll probably restart it, but I don't know, like just out of the blue last week, they just charged me and restarted my membership. I was like, how are you guys going to do that? I feel like it's kind of, you should at least send an email or something like that. So I went on and I canceled it because they don't have clear in uh, Italy. So I was like, it's pointless to just have it for Mm -hmm. a couple of months. I know you're like a you're an avid clear user, right? Uh, I am. I love it to death. I fell in love with it in Denver because Denver's security is pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, and so ever since I discovered how brutal it is, I'm just like, you know what? Let me just let me just keep with it. Whatever. Whatever. Hopefully, we'll be traveling more. I mean, you will be obviously, but not in the same capacity as me. Yeah, in the yeah, because they don't have that in. And international like clear is definitely an american thing I'll, so 
I'll fly. I'll fly to Rome, dude. You gotta come out, man. Watch me fly to Venice and not tell you. That would be that would be extra rude. I would I would be butthurt for sure. <laughs> I think um, oh, I don't know. Man. That's like what I'm what I'm mostly excited for because now I've been like letting people know that I'm moving there, and they're like, oh my gosh, you need to go to this city and that city, and it's all connected by train. And everyone keeps telling me like the same thing. This is the reason why I want to go there. Like I was like, we strategically picked Rome because it's right in the middle of Europe, and you can travel everywhere and take Ryanair because like Ryanair is like the Southwest Airlines of Europe like you can just cheaply like get wherever so I'm excited uh I'm excited to do that Dude, so be sick yeah for sure um let's get into this episode so we've got my dear dear friend oh yeah uh DJ Vega straight out Zamari. straight out of um, straight out of Seattle Yep, so he's from Seattle through Los Angeles back to Seattle. Um, has a fire mix that he put together. Um, definitely not an exclusive, but we're going to say it is because it's that good. Exclusively exclusive. It's that good. Um, yeah, we get into a lot of stuff. We get into DJing, travel, uh, relationships, and... Uh, we also talk about his competition because he is the current reigning world champion of Sunburn Radio's DJ competition. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, you'll hear his interview and then the exclusive mix and we will see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Let's get it. All right. And here we go. All right. Usually this introduction is done by DJ Paradise, but I get to do it today. Because it's May. It's going to be May. Because it's May. So introducing the star of our show for uh, this month's interview, he is DJ Vega. Do the other one. He is DJ. DJ. (laughs) There it is. There it is. So a little background for you guys in case you don't know. Uh, We're going to read this off as if he's teeing off at a uh, golf outing. So he is... Seattle's 2015 Red Bull three-style regional third place contestant. He is a fantasy league DJ with our own friend and family member, PDOT. He is featured in multiple DJ City video mix uh, showcases, along with having his own Twitch. Find him at the nerd at the cool table. Um, A very weird way to spell Vega, but we'll get to that later. Um, and then he's also the 2020 Sunburn DJ Battle Champion of the World. Can we say world? Yeah, we can say world. The whole world. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. the inter- That was like over the internet. The whole world was involved right. with that one. True, All right, true. so let's let's do that one more time with the 2020, but then air horn it. Here we go. And he is the 2020 Sunburn DJ Battle Champion of the World. <laughs> Hey. This is already <laughs> so much fun. So this is the best intro so far. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> Vega, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time to do this. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Man, I haven't seen. First of all, I haven't seen you in, in a year or two. In a year. It's been about a year, right? Because I, year, I didn't maybe a year see, some change. I didn't see you before I moved from Seattle. So like mm. pre-COVID, I saw you. I think in February. But then I didn't really yeah. see you. Yeah. Yeah, we just yeah. like the last yeah the last time I seen you it was just one of those like I think we were just crossing like just I think I seen two, I think I walked up on you playing or something just two ships at night 
passing yeah. through. Yeah. Um, and then I was back in Seattle last month, but uh, our schedules didn't align. Yeah, I got dad stuff. I was like, I got you. And then it was so funny too, because it's like, hey, let's yeah. go get some Vaughn's chicken. All right, cool. Shit. Yep. <laughs> you say Vaughn's chicken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the st- the grocery store? Nah, no. nah, 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 nah. Oh, okay. You're super Different. LA for that. Yeah, I was First like, of all, bad Vons isn't owned by Koreans. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> this Vons is owned by Koreans. All right, for sure. I was just kind of disappointed. I was like, you're going to Vons for chicken? What? Right. All right. Now, it's funny when he first brought that to me because I used to live in LA too. So when okay, he first yeah. brought that to me, I said the same thing. I was like, there's not a Vons up here. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. So yeah, right. Yo, you can thank uh, you can thank uh, Supaji for that spot. Of course. The Padre put me in game to Vons. <laughs> of um, course. But hey, again, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you know I love you. I've been putting Josh onto your video mixes for a minute now. I was gonna um, say I, I love you too. So don't don't let that go by. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all uh yeah. hand on my heart. I gotta record this moment. <laughs> and we're good. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've, I've literally been sharing as many of your like quick mix videos with paradise. Anytime I see them, I'm like, Hey, get out your pen and paper. Yeah. You be killing it. And I, I didn't realize I have to say, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that I didn't follow you, but it was funny. Cause I've seen so many of your videos and I seen like, and then I realized that you're, you're, you have so many DJ city videos mm-hmm. that I just thought oh, like, right. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or I don't know. I just like see him all the time. I knew when he said DJ Vega, I knew exactly who you were and all that. But I was like going to do research. I was like, dang, I don't even realize I don't follow him for how many videos I've seen of him. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of dope. So that what? means you're you're extra relevant, bro. I'm I guess very, I, yeah. it's it's weird to see. I, I I don't see it as much. So I don't take none of that. I'm like, oh, man, you didn't follow me. I don't care about that. Like, that's mm. cool. Like, because I miss out on yeah. following people all the time and then come around and be like, oh, that's you, you know. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Josh, I'm very disappointed because Vega has been a long time follower of Connecting Flight Radio for at least two hours, and yeah, yeah exactly, wildly... see, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start in. Uh, we have the disc assessment, which you took, mm-hmm. and uh, my first question is like, have you ever taken a test like that before? I think so. I think I'm like some random like MySpace generator, maybe or something. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> top eight, top eight, baby, top eight. What actually totally off the rails. What was your, what was your go-to song at like the height of MySpace for you when you had that one track you could play easy, uh, Mikey rocks, uh, I'm Mikey. I'm I'm hot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. By the cool kids. Yeah. Cause that's when they popped off. So yeah. 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 Love it. Um, so this, first of all, thank you for taking a test as an adult. Hilarious. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) Uh, we do this with all of our guests because we love to like do like this icebreaker to kind of dig into who they are. Um, mm-hmm. For uh, for example, for Five and Eric Deluxe, like they didn't realize that we were going to unpack them at like a personal level. <laughs> so when we did this, they were like, <laughs> it's like a oh, therapy session. Yeah, they were like, "Dang, we're laying on your couch." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I I love to do it. Um, I do it with my staff at and on campus because it's just a really great way to like really understand. At a, at a very surface level, kind of what makes you tick. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, generalizations are what they are, but it's also like there's a truth in everything when, when you take something like this. So are you ready for your results? Break me down, man. Drum roll. Do you have like I'm, a drum roll I'm effect? 
you have an effect we can use for like the anticipation? Fantasy League DJ, DJ Vega. Complete accident. I didn't nope, mean to do that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> so for those of you uh listening because clearly you're not going to be able to watch this uh while you listen to the podcast we've hooked up his dj mixer to be what the microphone comes through and we also have the privilege of having all of his dj samples that he uses when he djs at the ready <laughs> yeah it's so, kind of nice oh <laughs> there it is um so here we go your disc assessment shows that you have the highest category in D for drive, which mm-hmm. is on the same point as DJQ from last month. So you two are very similar in that way. D for drive. Or- and then your second highest was a tie between clarity and influence. So I am going to read off a couple uh, disc assessment like describers mm-hmm. for what those words mean basically so here we go so for d which is your strongest one fast-paced outspoken questioning at times skeptical i see you nodding your head tell me why tell me why i agree with all of those just because i know that i've been in different situations where oh I'm, i'm straightforward I'll say what I want. I say what I need. I say what I don't like. Um, yeah. I'm I'm optimistic, but at the same time, I'm looking around to kind of see like, like, cause I try and stay two steps ahead of everything. So when I do see things happening, I either try and counteract them or predict what happens, I guess, you know? Yep. Yo, I, I absolutely agree. Some other words that they use for people that are high D is uh, direct decisive determined um a doer you just go out there and get it done um yeah. so that's very in tune and i can i can attest from from personal experience with you maybe was the first or second time i'd ever met you <laughs> yeah and like it was awesome because we hit it off organically like it was just like we we meshed very quickly mm-hmm. and then you were just like hey man there's a lot of whack ass people up here <laughs> and like I verbatim, I remember you saying it exactly that way because it was like in the middle of a transition when like you and I were switching off at some point DJing, and you mm-hmm. just go, "Hey man, just be careful with these whack ass people out here." Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember exactly what I said. I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, you're nice. There's not that many good people out here. You're nice though, and I'm just like you're. T- you're talking about as far as DJing or just like in general life. I mean, in general, but at that time, I was talking about DJing. Cause oh, like okay. we, were, cause me and him just like we're just we we're just rolling. That was my first time meeting him. Mm-hmm. The homie mm-hmm. Shan Shandon had put us on uh-huh. like together, and I was just like, oh okay, cool. He's not from here. Oh okay, cool. Started clicking the music he was doing, the goofy shit that he was doing. Uh-huh. Man, wait, can I cuss? My bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Hey, fuck. How, you want. how fucking dare you swear? Yeah, <laughs> ass and titties, ass and titties. Anyway. <laughs> 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 There it is. <laughs> but nah, so like um it's like me, me and you clicked, like you said, organically, and it was just yeah. like cool. So like I was comfortable and I was like, man. And then I think at the time something was probably going on where I was like, I probably dealt with like four or five DJs where I was like, Why are you guys doing this? And mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So yeah, I'm, it, I'm that person out here for the most part. 
that it was funny too because that was like very early in my time in seattle like i probably like the body wasn't even cold yet right like i was probably in there <laughs> maybe maybe two three weeks right yeah and and so it was just like when i met you like the floodgates opened essentially um mm. which was really awesome so i do have that credit to give you of like shannon you uh side like all these guys like you guys brought me into the family of seattle djs um and like i can absolutely tell you that like my skills as a dj my ability to contextually understand like a soundscape of like that night is because of you i think he's frozen so i don't know if he can hear oh snap oh snap dang dang where'd he go here there oh, he, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh no uh, is he back here we go am i here am i not there he is you're back oh yeah, kind of nope he's i i mm. oh maybe he probably got cox internet bro for for being in seattle this wi-fi is whack yeah there we go we're back am okay I, am i here okay cool. yeah it's cool it's, so, it's usually my internet that goes usually, out so yeah and typically anytime i give someone a compliment it just like they just it just shuts down they just turn on yeah yeah <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but no, I do I do owe a lot of my growth uh in Seattle because of you and the way that you were able to just like A, just like introduce me to people, but then B, anytime we were out and about, you're just like, Oh, that's Pancake, he's a cool dude. Mm, yeah. And then that's... that would like just that vetting itself was like, you know, like I I hope I thanked you enough in the moments when I was there with you, but um like a lot of my like relationship building was because you were able to just like not like speak on my behalf but just be like oh yeah that's peter yeah just yeah. to give you give someone like the cosign like that is sometimes all you need to start a relationship in the right direction you know yeah very true i mean like i didn't come in you had already been dj you know what i mean you were already established in different places and whatnot but like coming from the ground up or like you know oh i've only been djing for a couple months and stuff like that nobody ever did that for me so always like looking out for people to kind of you know hey this person's actually like nice like get him get her you know what i mean so mm -hmm. yeah no that's absolutely and that actually segues really well you didn't mean to do it but it fucking worked so your second highest was a tie between uh -huh. um influence and clarity so i want to read through those descriptive words and I want to get your take on them as well. So for influence, it's impressionable, interactive, involved. Um, other clarifying things for that are, let me pull it up real quick. Sorry. Uh, here it is. My bad. So you're, moti you're motivated by social recognition. Um, you understand that there's like a dynamic in the way that you come across. So rather than the message sometimes it's the messenger that matters um True. alongside yeah. that it's like you notice things about people like charm and enthusiasm and you understand how to navigate those relationships and that dialogue wow yeah yeah i agree yeah. with all of that too reading you like a fucking book yeah really. all the way through man <laughs> um and then for the clarity or the conscientious side of it um priorities you understand how to prioritize you understand what needs to happen first second and third um you also understand that like some things can wait like yeah the, like balance <laughs> is put right um 
you understand that there are limitations. Like we, we can only do so much and, and the quality output that we need means that there are going to be sacrifices that have to happen. This is very solid. This is very accurate. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do now is I want to read off some people that are high D and then I want to read off some people that are also I and C. So here we go. So high D people, Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> Robert De Niro, hey. see that? Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. um, Hillary Clinton. Okay. Yeah, you you and Hillary twins <laughs> like twins, this. Bro. Um for I influencing Robin Williams, Steve Martin, uh Bill Clinton, actually. Damn, I got uh, both Clintons. Yeah, Damn. so that goes that goes towards like the messenger, right? Like he knew how to say things a certain way to get people to like, be on his side. This right? is yeah, this is true. Um and then for C, you got Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Flex, all right. Kevin Costner. Nice. And Clint is Eastwood. Co- is that Ghost? And Clint Eastwood. And Clint Eastwood. Damn. Uh, Kevin Costner is a... Uh, yeah. Uh, is That's not Ghost. That's not Ghost. That's Kevin Bacon, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I think so. Kevin Costner was... I mean, he's been in a bunch of movies, too. I, now I can't think of him. It was... Uh, hold on. Yeah, I need to look this up. This is going to mess with me. This is going to be very frustrating for a minute. Uh, Ghost was Kevin Bacon for sure. Kevin Bacon. Yes, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so for myself, I was very high I and very high uh, C. So mine was very. Sorry. Ghost was Patrick Swayze. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, we, we was way we were way off. We, way off. <laughs> we don't know how to use the Google machine at all. Well, you know it's funny because I just looked at the picture and he kind of looked like Kevin Bacon, but when I read it, it's <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Love it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a very high I, very high C. So that means that my priorities are around like understanding how to get the message across and get people to like buy into what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and then C is just like I have a system and a process around that. So. Josh and I actually talked about this a couple episodes back where like I have a very regimented schedule around like how I keep up with people uh, and mm-hmm. like maintain relationships, even if I'm in different cities. Right. So to your point, it was just like I DJ in, in you know, several different cities across across the country. And it's I'm very intentional with how I like keep up with people and like check in on them and like do wellness checks and figure out how their lives are going and like keep those relate those dialogues very open and uh natural mm. rather than like you know like i'm sure you've seen it where people just be like hey, i'm gonna be in town can you book me yeah it yeah, feels yeah. very it feels very forced and yeah. so i try to have like a very regimented schedule around like i'm gonna hit this person up typically like first of the month 15th of the month just to see how they're doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like, more genuine it comes off more genuine too yeah but there is a process around it so some people would say like oh that's kind of sociopathic it's like well mm. I would feel very like respected if I knew that somebody literally was scheduling time to check in on me. Like that's yeah. kind of sick. So that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the lens I take. Josh is a very high S. Mm-hmm. What well, Yeah. I forgot. I Blue. did mine a long time ago. Blue. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I forgot what it is in, in, uh, Oh yeah. Hold disc on. assessment. Yeah. Disc assessment blue. So disc assessment blue looks like, um, so S stands for steadiness or support. 
So uh, patient, even-tempered, accommodating, tactful, humble. Word, okay. DJ Paradise. Nice. I, th- I think that's, yeah, that's that describes me pretty well. You see how humble that response was? I, I was just about to say, you sound like S right now. Like yeah. everything that, like, it makes sense now. So it's about right. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Famous S people. Oh, here mother, we go. Mother Teresa. Damn. Oh, oh hit, the, hit the, hit the, hit the, bloop, bloop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She, she's up got there it. with Michael Jordan. All right, here we go. So you got Mother Teresa. Uh-huh. Gandhi. <laughs> uh, you've got Jimmy Fallon. Hey, he went and, to UNLV. And Halle Berry. Oh, Ooh. she didn't <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, naturally, like you need a balance you know, on a team, right? You can't have a lot of D's. You can't have a lot of I's. You can't have a lot of S's like that won't get anything done. I think Josh and I complement each other really well with that then because Josh has this way of just like getting us going, making sure that everybody needs what they need and like they're feeling accommodated. And then I'm here with like all these systems and routines in place to be like, here's how we get it done. Yeah. And Josh is like, here's how you get it done and feel supported while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to grab some of that from Peter, so it's kind of nice that we work together because now we're meshing guys, yeah, together. You yeah, go. you guys like rub off on each other. Yeah, exactly. I think when you- I think this would be a fun activity for the fantasy league DJs. It would be because what you guys are talking about right now, I'm trying to think of like me and Rock right because like yeah, there's been multiple different situations. Me and him talk about it all the time, where it's like especially in Seattle, I have more of a East coast way of going about things. So mm-hmm. I'm a lot more direct. I'm a lot more, I guess I come off aggressive, you know? So like there's this story between me and him every single time, say we had to go somewhere and they needed like, it was like a basement party type club kind of okay. situation. Mm-hmm. And say they needed, we needed a table, say we needed two tables. Cause we were going to do a two by four. Right. We'd get there. There would be one table. I would go directly to the person and say, hey, excuse me, we need another table up there. He's going to go and be like, hey, excuse me, uh, when you get the chance, you know, we kind of need another table up there. And I'm like, I shoot straight and he kind of, you know, goes like this, but they will act faster on his accord than they will mine. You know Mm. what I mean? So I had to like kind of learn from him a little bit and he had to learn like some assertiveness from me. So, yeah, yeah I, see, I think it's it's the it's that balance, you know what I mean? Because if you can go about it his way first, then that mm-hmm. person's not going to like think of you like, oh, dang, they were a, they were bothersome or they were a, a burden on me. But if you ask them once and then they don't do it, then you have to become more aggressive or else you're not going to get it done. So it's like exactly it's like both things are needed in yeah. this certain situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the balance point is important. Um, I think it's always like. If there was a lot of you in fantasy league DJs, like you might not get anything done, right? True. And vice true. versa. Like if there was a lot of rock rights, you might not get as much done. Mm. So I think it's that balance of like understanding like who can be again, who can be the right messenger at the right time. Yeah. Cause I'm sure there's a scenario where it's like you're needed for a very critical and courageous conversation at some point. And then rock right is also needed to have like a very like empathetic, empowering conversation with somebody. Yeah, I've been the I've been the the speech before a big game type of person. And he's more so of like the I don't want to call him mom or nothing like that, but he's more so like, 
hey guys we need to get it done we need to get it done this way mm-hmm. so on and so forth so yeah yeah that's awesome dude yeah um actually that could be a really fun on location video like a youtube like or a what do you call it instagram real what is it called josh a, a live no you know how instagram you can do like episodes now oh yeah it's you, you just you would just do an instagram or tv in, ig tv yeah that's what i thought it was and yeah connecting flight radio and fantasy league djs there it is but over dinner so connecting bites connecting radio. bites bro connecting i still bites. need to i still need to edit that connecting bites radio video but oh with I, Reyes. yeah yeah um all right let's get into that disc assessment was was dope i think that was good do you have a do you have a closeout sample for that <laughs> nailed it there it is um i'm just throwing random ones out there yeah well yeah no thank you for uh for doing that disc assessment hopefully it didn't take too long i i like this this uh disc assessment i have trouble saying that but disc assessment a little bit better than i like the one that we used to do the what was that one called the true colors the true colors yeah that Uh, one's like that one's a lot of math because it's yeah calculating numbers and shit Oh well, this, yeah. This nah. one's cool, but yeah, let's get into let's get into the music section. Let's talk about some DJ shit. We got the one and only DJ Vega, so we got to talk about this. Uh, we're just gonna get right into it. The 2020 Sunburn DJ battle. Um, I've been to Sunburn Pool a couple times out there in San Diego. Shout out to DJ Chaos. He he uh, yeah. set me up when I was out there. Um, that's about as dope. So they had this battle when it was online. Can you just talk about? how you got entered into it and how that whole thing went. Cause I feel like that was the main yeah. online battle during quarantine that I heard about. You and, know? Yeah. And, and before you start, like there also wasn't a lot of context around it. So I, I would love for you to just dig in and be like, yo, this is this. Cause everybody knew you were the champion. Yeah. But, there, but it really, like, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, Go so- in King, go in. <laughs> so okay check this out this is how it happened for me so i didn't know anything about it and literally so the deadline was on friday and on thursday i got like four maybe like five dms from three people i don't know who are just mm-hmm. like people who follow me on instagram and two people that i do know they're All like right. oh yo you should enter this battle blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like what do I got to do? Like I was laying down. I was chilling. <laughs> and, I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, I like a battle. I, I like that. So mm-hmm. at like midnight, I came in here. I started like putting songs together and kind of like do a little quick, like separate routines that I could like mm-hmm. somehow bridge together. Yeah. And then I woke up Friday. I probably ran through it like three times and yeah, I did a video and I put it out and literally like I got in and I was like, oh, shit. OK. Yeah. And I made it to the semis and I was surprised, but I was like, OK, tight. Like I went through a whole week of like going through everybody else's videos. Um, what's dude's name? I, th- uh, I think on Instagram is uh, A.O. Romero. A.O. Romero. I don't know about okay. that. Anyway, he right. I kept I kept looking at his. I was like, yo, you're nice. Like you got it, blah, 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 blah. I get into semifinals and I was like, oh, I gotta actually like 
work and put like something better together right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so then i did it and then it was only supposed to be two people that went to the finals Mm -hmm. and they ended up picking three and i think they ended up picking three because the two djs i went against work with each other so okay i see yeah so it was almost like it was supposed to be like me against um oh damn why did i blank on his name oh no oh no No, okay so it was illist and ah uh perry dante yes there we go all right so um yeah it was really it was probably supposed to be me against perry dante but they work together they're they both from chicago and they Mm -hmm. both do like sets and videos and twitch and like they have like a group so it was like almost a handicap match <laughs> and it was just crazy and then i i got it i was i was surprised i got it i think i was i, I took it as like a real like old school battle so i had like disses and stuff like that too mm-hmm. but, nice yeah yeah let's let's take a moment and, and and scale back for a second you say you like a battle i would argue that you love a battle <laughs> You crave a battle and like the idea of putting people on blast excites you. I mean, I would say all that. I I like, okay. No, but I would. Okay. Where (laughs) about you? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Vegeta. I always, Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to get stronger. Mm -hmm. I want my people around me. I want them to get stronger. Right. But if you have a spot, and it's not necessarily I don't think you deserve it because who am I? You know what I mean? But like, let's say, let's say, you know, brand new nightclub in Seattle pops up and I get booked with a DJ that I personally have never heard of from Seattle. Right. Mm. I'm going to look at that kind of funny, like, OK, let me see what you got. Right. If they get up there and they do their thing, it's all friendly competition, but I'm going to make it to the point where the owner, the bartenders, whoever are going to know who Vega is. They might not remember the other DJ. They might be like, oh, he played the one song. But I always try and like not everybody takes that well, but I always try and raise the bar on somebody and I want them to batch me. So, yeah, I wouldn't say smoke all the time, but, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a little <laughs> look. I, I can feel that, though, because I feel like yeah. in the DJ game, like it's gotten like if you I, I don't even want to say like if you cause any kind of friction then they're like oh you're being a hater you're you're yeah. not nice about this or whatever and i think that's kind of dope like when i first got into djing i did like this battle and it was, i wouldn't even say it's like a battle like what you do it was just like a it was just this battle between college djs but that was like super dope and i think i improved so much during that time mm-hmm. and i haven't done another competition since so i don't well, think you did you like, did click that, oh, I did that click battle, but that was on like some last minute, like get me in there. I, and I did try my best at that. So I would even say in that click battle, I did good. I wish I had like a little bit more time to yeah. do good at that. But uh, plus I was already DJing that click. So it, it didn't give, yeah. I didn't have the same, you know, it was like you win a residency. I was like already DJing there. So it was, it was a little bit pointless, but uh, I don't yeah. know that I'm, I do agree though. I think more of that competition is good because I think the world's kind of gotten a little bit soft and they don't want that competition or like you doing disses. And that's why I think, especially with like the Red Bull three style, it's like still cool to have like a diss in there or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
it's, it's, still, it's still a battle like yeah yeah talking about like winning residencies and stuff like that um a club it's no it doesn't exist anymore but we had a club up here and they wanted me for both battles like they had a battle one year and they were like hey we're gonna go ahead and you win five thousand dollars and a residency and so on and so forth i went in there extra aggressive and was like ficky ficky i smashed your mom ficky ficky you know, you have cancer. Like I was doing like some oh, wild shit. stuff. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> it was, it was, it was mean. And it's everybody, very, that was very D of you. Yeah. Mm. See, <laughs> I, I wanted it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't, but yeah. that's the thing. I didn't win. I didn't win that one. I didn't win the mm-hmm. next one either. And it was literally, I think because people were like, damn, he was really aggressive. And I was just mm. like, it's a battle. I said, we're still friends, uh, but feel, you know, I feel like that's also like a very Seattle thing to happen. Oh, right so they're just like so like you essentially got canceled before cancel culture was cancel culture Mm. yeah in a sense like i think i think that there's a lot of people a lot of djs in seattle who are intimidated of me or it's like it's real passive aggressive up here so i'll I'll give you your flowers i'll tell you you're dope you know i'll praise you and everything like that but if you're not then I'm going to tell you you're not like, I'm going to tell you, you know, you're not as dope as you could be, I guess is the nicest way of putting it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I've seen, a, I've seen a lot. I'm, I come from the era of, you know, you have like your, 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 your legends from wherever city you're from, right. You have your, your top elite people like four colors, Zach and scene. They're, they're way up here. They're gods. Mm-hmm. Like nobody compares to them. They got that. We don't we don't talk about them, but right under them, we have the people, the vets, the I don't know what else to call them. Then you have like a pool of other people of just they're just floating around. I come from the era of like, you know, putting in your work and, you know, paying your dues and all that kind of stuff. And then there's people coming right behind me who don't have to do any of that. So then when you come in contact with me, you're going to have to work for it. So, you know, I think it also stems from like we're the last generation that really understands record digging. Oh yeah. And what it means to like have to pay and spend your money and like take care of your shit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cost of acquisition and, and you know, that gets into that whole like meta like conversation of like, is DJing better now because of more access for more people. Right. Cream always rises Mm -hmm. to the top, but it also creates a lot of stuff on them in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where like you're leading with that is like, there's just a lot of people that haven't had to do what we had to do to get to where we are. Yeah. And it's all, yeah. it's all, you know, it, is, <laughs> it, I don't know. it was, it was funny. Cause I'm, you know, I'm going through all my stuff, selling my stuff and I grabbed one of my, you know, technique turntables in the case and I went to pick it up and I was like, I can't believe I used to carry these things like two of these and a mm-hmm. mixer and speakers like across casino floors and whatnot. I was like, it is so nice as having this little controller. I can just stop up, you know what I mean? Real yeah, quick. Yeah. And I don't like you, like we were just saying though, I mean, maybe it's made me a little bit softer, you know what I mean? Instead of like, I can just do the same gig for the same amount of money where before I used to do it for less money and have to bring my stuff to, to break to your back out yeah take, yeah break my back literally you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of funny so if you're this new dj coming up right now it's like oh it's nothing to just 
you know, like you can DJ just off your laptop. You know what I mean? It's kind of wild. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely come off as like the like I'm not old, but I'm guess I'm getting old. You know what I mean? Like in the in the DJ game. So I come off as like the angry old DJ or it's like, oh, because you had to do that. I have to do that. And it's like not necessarily like I would want you to, you know, gr- face some grit a little bit like. Mm. Don't just get it handed to you. You know what I mean? So but I think, yeah, I think that and also like build, build the relationships the right way. Exactly. Yeah. Like it was funny too, because like when you talked about, uh, for example, like I don't mean to like call people out when I DJ, but I'm not going to lower the way that I DJ to match what they're doing. If it's like a wild, you know, gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it reminds me of when we first, we were at, what was it? Uh, Capital. Capital, Capital Lounge. Lounge. Was yeah. that the name of it? R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but it was funny because like I heard you DJ and I was like, he's fucking sick. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. And I never thought of it as like, oh, like this is going to be awkward. I was like, no, like he's going to do his thing. It's going to be fucking great. How can I compliment it? And then you heard me just fucking around being like a fucking like meme DJ. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you, you were you were fucking around, but it was like it still made sense. So yeah. it was like the, it was perfect. I was like, okay. All right. It was, like, it was so much fun. And I like, I hate myself now for like us not trying to get more gigs together in Seattle. Yeah. Obviously we both rolled like way different avenues at that time. Cause I was just trying to like grab gigs mm-hmm. and you had, and you had your spots already picked out with uh, your fantasy crew. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was funny that way because I was like, dude he's already got an entire fucking system set up here like this shit is cool like i can go out and i know where he's gonna be and i can just like kick it and like it's gonna be a fun time and then yeah. meanwhile i'm just like friday night 8 p.m can you make this gig i'm like yep <laughs> i mean you know that's kind of how it goes though right yeah. i was gonna but, say not, nothing wrong with that no that that's was part really of cool. paying your dues you know right exactly yeah. um speaking of seattle so the landscape of seattle right now is wild Right. And it's it's kind of sad because like when I moved to Indianapolis from there, I was like, shit, like I'm going to miss this entire reopening and like being back with the boys and like being able to hang out with D- and that entire DJ culture that you guys have of like Seattle was a very like DJ family culture. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. something that I absolutely appreciated being in Seattle and being in Vegas, too. It's just like DJs watch out for each other. Um ironically like nothing's really happened in seattle like everything else is opening up at a way faster rate um and like obviously like the news last week of like they're even scaling back again right now Mm -hmm. it's just like for you on a personal level like how are you doing and (laughs) do you see a light at the end of the tunnel um yes and no like okay so to answer the first question i'm cool i guess that's the best way to put it Cause like I, I have this conversation with myself all the time and I have it mm-hmm. with like a couple other DJs, you know, Oh, we got so close to opening up and so on and so forth. But I feel like for that first, I don't know, maybe six months, yeah, it's going to go back to what it was right before COVID hit, mm-hmm. which wasn't exactly good. It was like the same people getting the same thing. Cause like I've, I've put myself, my mindset, like when I go out, like don't just book the DJ for that night, like book the right DJ for the right night. If you have so-and-so in town and you know that they're going to do an after party here, why wouldn't you try and get a DJ that will compliment that party a little bit better? 
And before COVID, it was just, you know, grab my cousin, grab whoever, grab who, you know, it just, it was muddy. And I think there needed to be some change. So as things slowly started to open back up out here, I was hoping for some change, but it looked like it was going to kind of go back to normal, like what it was for out here. So I've already kind of been like Twitch has helped me a whole bunch of making those connections with other people. I'm kind of, my eyes are set on that of like traveling more of, you know, go up to Vancouver, go to Portland, go to New York if I can. I miss so, Vancouver. Me, yeah, me too. Shout out, shout out Nick Bike. <laughs> yeah. Hold Floetic, down, all the right? Yeah. All those cats. Um, yeah, it's it's so funny when you say it like that because Josh, I think Vegas is seeing a much different culture comeback right now in terms of like the DJ circuit. Like in which way? Like, so when Vega was talking about how it's like turning back to like the same people rotating through, but they might not be the best for the venue. I, mm-hmm. at least from what, what you've been describing and from what I've seen when I was out there, like they're being very intentional of who they put in specific places. And I think it's a money race. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be interested to see. I, I think it's kind of too early to tell. Like, cause right now they're just, right now the movies are just putting in local talent. You know what I mean? They're not bringing in people mm-hmm. yet, but. Uh, as far as Vegas is concerned, I'm like surprised to see because we just had Chaos Nightclub closed down right before or, you know, a little bit before COVID hit. And that was because they were booking these super huge name DJs that were, you know, spending all this. They were spending way too much money. And now this new uh, resort world is open up with Zook. I think it's called Zook Management or whatever. And they just signed Tiesto and Zed and like all these big guys. So I, I thought it was going to go to more of a like a local look. But we'll see or we'll see how like long that lasts or what. Or maybe it'll just be Vegas and there'll be local guys at different spots and they'll still have the huge names just because it's Vegas and everyone's going to come out to see them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I got really lucky. So my Milwaukee gigs have just been consistent this entire time. And now being in Indianapolis, I'm only four, four hours away of a drive. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've been able to kind of like weather the storm through, at least from a DJ perspective, but it's like Milwaukee took a wildly different approach and they just like hunkered down with like the management and the partners just held on to the people that they knew could make them the most money. Nice. Even during okay. COVID. And ironically enough, they still considered me like a relevant person, I mean, which, I was nice. just, which I was like, hi, I'm Peter, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but um, I think there's like a lot to be said though about like the way things open back up the way that managers and owners and partners open the the venues back up and like do they do it in a way that like best caters their staff or best caters like making money quickly and like that could that could burn out a lot of djs and a lot of like industry people who've already you know had to weather enough of this storm so um i was just curious to to kind of get like a a wellness check on you and see how see how things were in seattle because even when i was up there for the week that I was up there, like, a nothing was open. It was it was back in March, like nothing was open. I couldn't even go hang out with anybody. I feel like I'm um, I've been living under a rock for this whole time. Like when yeah. you brought that up, you brought up Von Stieg, and I was like, "What is that, bro? I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, like even the the three months before I moved to Indianapolis, like I had I had moved out of my apartment because I was planning on uh like purchasing a home. Mm-hmm. in seattle 
And then I got furloughed. So I was like, well, that's not going to happen. But then mm-hmm. I ended up living in like, shout out to DJ Kid Victor. He, oh, hooked, he hooked me up with a hotel room because of his cousin oh, who works for Marriott. That's fly. Yeah. Ironically enough, I paid less money for that hotel room than I was paying for rent in Seattle. Yeah. So I, so <laughs> my dumbass is sitting there like, I could have been living in a hotel this whole time and been fine. No <laughs> utilities. No, you know what I mean. But and um, and free housekeeping, right? And <laughs> that's <food. laughs> I think about that too right now. <laughs> but even at that time, like just being by myself, the only person that visited me was Monica. Oh, okay. 24. Yeah, like yeah. she was the only one that visited me and like mm-hmm. she was the only one that hung out and it was just like she's not acting up here no more nah yeah she, yeah. she moved also out shout out shout out to monica for going after that singing career dude yo hey completely blew my mind i was like right? i i oh, this is go ahead go ahead, go ahead. No, no no i oh. just want to say is that the real reason why she moved to la that's that's what i was gonna say i, I don't uh, know i don't know but either. like it just it blew my mind because i she women djs female well women djs not say female yes <laughs> they are like they have the keys and i feel like nobody at least we're just talking about seattle i don't know about everybody everywhere else but like i kept pushing her i was like hey you should um do this here i can help you scratch a little bit and you're like you know you just throw a little baby scratch in there and your stuff will you'll get more respected you'll get more looks and stuff like that and she just kind of like stayed in her pocket and was like no i'm gonna do this this way so on and so forth so hadn't seen her on social media for however long and then boom pops up with a song and i was like is this why you moved to la and then i heard the song and i was like it's actually really good and i was like okay i like yeah. this so i'm all i'm happy for her that's dope yeah no once again like we, she she was our first female or woman dj on our podcast mm-hmm. oh word so that was like amazing to have her on and like she said the most like prolific thing too when we talked about it because we wanted to talk about the gender uh culture around like dj industry (laughs) in general and she was just like i understand that i'm like a woman and like i dj she goes but i also don't allow that to dictate how i feel about djing and i was like damn damn right Right. because that's facts because it shouldn't yeah It, it really shouldn't yeah, mm-hmm. like all I want to do is like Josh, like if we can connect her with uh CLA, like that would be mm-hmm. or Yoli. Or Yoli, yeah, Yo yeah. Yoli. That would be wild. But um yeah, like it was it was crazy during COVID because like she was the only one I really talked to, and then like I moved and then she moved. It was just like Yeah. So Seattle immediately lost two Korean DJs. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what other what other Korean DJs do we have? Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name at Trinity? Uh, his name escapes me offhand. Uh, not not the Rise Over Run guys. No, he he also MCs. His name escapes me though. Shoot, Trinity. You know who I'm talking about. He's the EDM guy. Not not Kevin. Um, but he like he DJs there. <laughs> he MCs there. I I feel so bad right now. But there's like him. I think that's it. Damn, See, Vega. Yeah. Vega, remember in the beginning of this episode, I told you that he likes to, or before we started recording, he likes to call people by their first name and not their DJ yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Look, he that. always, always does it. <laughs> I caught that. Um, yeah, no, I can't think. I can't think of anyone. Yeah, well, then I guess Seattle exponentially lost all of their a hundred percent of their Korean DJs. 
I was gonna say uh it's I was be say, something. Be something. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't want to sound I didn't want to sound racist and just name off an Asian person, so I didn't want to yeah. do that because that would have been problematic. But I was gonna say, is it is it Mobek? Isn't he Korean or no? Uh Mobek. That sounds like a kind of Korean name. I want to say he it is, sounds like a I'm Korean sure. word. Yeah. He used to go by he used to go by DJ Yup. Might have been. Damn, I'm, I'm gonna ask him. Um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just hit him. Be like, Are we'll, you Korean? We'll follow up. We'll follow up on this for it's sure. Not a good look right now. No, nah, um, it's all good. You don't need. You don't, uh, all right, let's let's get into the next question. I want to. Uh, do you have do you have the do you have the dying Pac Man sample right now for this? I have it. I have it on Serato. All right, so uh, let's get into this Twitch because you you brought it up a couple times, but I want to talk about that because yeah, me and Peter we we tried Twitch out, but I don't know, it wasn't really for me. But it's kind of cool to see a lot of these DJs that are really killing it on Twitch. So your Twitch is a nerd at the cool table. I'm gonna ask about that name, but I just want to talk about how you, you know, that engagement that you get with your crowd. Cause I think that's, or, you know, with your audience, cause that's the, yeah. one of the main things that separates Twitch from just DJing out at the club and makes it unique. And then how do you balance quality DJing with like that dialogue with your, your audience? He always says hi to me. So I, I love it. <laughs> That, that that's that's it right there um so yeah so i can start with the name first the nerd at the cool table is because i was still doing instagram live and i was getting kicked off every five minutes so it was kind of like it's time to do something different it's time to do something new what are, what is everybody else doing so i did um shout out to the homie oni he put together like he put together a twitch raid that was like the first time i've ever been on twitch and uh called it couchella mm-hmm. and it was he had me go last no 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 he had me go second to last uh ab joe from a uh, selection went last and i was like that's super dope so i did that and i had to like configure my whole entire room and move stuff around and hook up a camera certain ways and stuff like that it was like all right cool made it work whatever went back to Instagram live and was like, oh, I'm only going to do Twitch if I could do video games. So that's where the name, the nerd at the cool table came up where I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to start something totally different. I'm not going to be Vega over there and see what happens. Then everybody started going over to DJ and I was like, I'll try it out. Tried it out the first couple times. It worked. And then, yeah, I kind of got lucky though. I kind of got it like passed to me because working in radio, made a lot of connections and Carla Marie and Anthony out here, they used to work for kiss one Oh six and they did the morning show. So once they got let go, they started doing Twitch Mm -hmm. and they would basically ask me to do um, like they would do like a, a 30 minute break in between their talk show. And I would just pre-record myself on camera DJing and like interacting, but it was pre-recorded. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know you did that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, yeah. I did that and that got me like that boosted me up from like 100 followers to like 400 followers. Mm-hmm. And then people always wanted to see what I was doing because they were actually like entertained and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those people stick around. A lot of those people are still like checking in on me, too. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, it 
Twitch is Twitch was funny for us too because we we really got the ball rolling and then Josh started DJing like four nights a week again. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and and it was funny because uh we'd be like, all right, let's schedule it, let's do it, let's do it, and then he'd be like, oh shit, I gotta go DJ. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but he's like, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> Damn, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it's the the Twitch was Twitch was cool. I just I, sometimes I kind of wish we would have stuck with it, but I think it's cool because you know what I actually think is interesting that you said you used to work in radio. I didn't know that when I was researching you, but mm-hmm. I have noticed a lot of the people who are have like the best streams worked in radio. Like something about having that radio background, I feel like helps yeah. you know you be able to structure your streams right, or maybe it just like gives you that head start a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid to talk on the mic, like in the club. I'm not afraid to just talk to people in general. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, that might have been one of the things, too, because like when I get on Twitch, I'm like DJ DJing. Like I'm like I'm, I'm doing juggles. I'm doing body tricks like to my yeah. to my level. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. Then I'll look up at the chat and then they're talking about dogs. And I'm like, you, oh, you yeah. have you have someone with you, though, right? That like help like reads <laughs> off what people are saying to you or is it just you oh no no so check so i have a mod shout out Debone. i have a mod and she basically catches everything else that i don't catch because i'm focused on dj mm-hmm. but besides that like i have like the most basic setup ever so i have my tv right here right mm-hmm. and what i'll do is i'll log in on my ps4 on twitch and that's how i can see in big letters my whole yeah, chat yeah. going down and i'm just like reading it off so. oh so rather than having like the the dashboard yeah it's literally just yeah cause, okay yeah because okay. that's the, that's the other thing like i'm so basic with twitch yeah just because it was a pandemic and i wasn't going to go out and buy a pc and whatnot um i'm using my phone i'm using my phone camera and it sits like directly in front and then my tv is behind that so i can see the chat and mm-hmm. that's it wow i i still remember when we when josh and i first got into it dj scratchy was the guy that kind of like <laughs> onboarded me and like Shout showed out. me the ropes mm-hmm. first of all like he was playing chess like you play chess but he was playing chess with this whole thing like he had purchased or- like three pcs Oh, see, was yeah, just yeah. running, running game on it, and like Had he was the green the one, screen and everything too. Yeah, because he was the one that really got headliner rolling with mm-hmm. it, and like obviously fade, like they do all their stuff with it. Mm-hmm. But it was like to see the way that he took like a very logistics approach to it. I mean, it it obviously makes total sense why like everything that headliner or five and Eric Deluxe do, like it's always going to be sponsored. Right? Yeah, because they had the infrastructure in place for companies to be like, oh, well, if you have the infrastructure set, we know that you're going to push out our product or you're going to push out our. Yeah. What we're trying to far. sell. Right. Yeah. And like they had that whole Don Julio New Year's thing. Yeah. That, you know, what was dope about them that they set up that I don't I still don't know. I don't watch Twitch all the time, but they had like a, you know, artwork in the background that was a green screen. So instead of having the full green screen, it was just like a little square. Yeah. And then that square, they could put a Don Julio in there. They could just put like when their next stream was or just some funny picture. You know what I mean? I thought that was super dope when I would watch theirs. I was like, they're smart. You know, everyone else had the full green screen. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of like really dope creative 
just stuff going on on Twitch. Dude, heavy, heavy though out of Chicago, DJ Heavy. Oh, yeah. His his is dope. DJ Heavy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where he does, he does it. Out. He does it where the the viewers can like the lights. Can, yeah, they can they can control the lights in his space. Yeah, he has like colorful lights. So it, at first he used to do it, but then now he gets it where I don't know if they have to pay bits or however it works, but <laughs> yeah, the so they viewers can it, actually yeah they pay into yeah. it and they can type in the code to change the lights. And then it'll turn oh, his hard. room will turn red or it'll turn purple or yeah. whatever. It's it's dope. Yeah, that's fly. Yeah, yeah. He was, seen, he, um, who was it? Damn, ah uh, man, I wish I knew so I could actually shout him out. Somebody, every time that you followed um, through some bits or anything like that, like you know how you have to have like an emote pop up. Mm-hmm. There's actually played a video from one of our streams. So like. I jumped in the chat and I threw like, you know, 50 bits or 100 bits or something like that. And as soon as I did it, it said the nerd at the cool table dropped some bits. And it was literally a little small square from like my stream from like three months ago. And in my head, I was like, how the hell did you get that? How do you do that? Yeah. (laughs) So I was just I was bugging. I was like, wait a minute. So, yeah, people are getting crazy with it. Yeah, I I just every time I tune in with yours, like I love it. I love the way that you're interacting. That was something that was huge for me was like the ability to be like high level DJing and still maintain a dialogue. It's way different than a club, right? Because yeah, the way yeah. you talk at a club can be very generic. It can be like very auto programmed, right? Like you know what you're gonna say at, mm-hmm. at midnight. You know what you're gonna say at one a.m. You know whose birthday is it? Right? Yeah, all that right like shout out to my bad girls out there i see you you know all that kind of shit but mm-hmm. like twitch like you have to be engaged you have to like have two different brain functions going on at the same time um so that's mm-hmm. just it was so cool to see that with you and and like for us at least it was just like yo vegas dj hold up <laughs> click on it <laughs> that's, that's um, tight last Here, hey hold hold on real quick i gotta let my dog out because he's being whiny right now hold on one second it's all good we can pause and chop it up uh actually huh while we got a second i'm gonna ask add a question uh actually uh squad just added to that question yeah um all right uh, nothing my little brother asked him a question. <laughs> oh, tight. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go. All right. I'm going to clap again so I can cut it. Uh, mm-hmm. when I do the post three, two, one. Okay. So hey. my neighbor actually, I'm going I'm to go in right here. I actually, uh, so when Peter had just asked, he was like, Oh, is there someone else that's in the room with you on your streams? I thought he was actually talking about your daughter. And I saw oh. that, yeah, because I see like your daughter jump in your streams several times when I was like going through your stuff. So yeah. I actually wanted to ask because you're now the before last interview, we had no one who was a parent on our podcast and oh, DJ shit. Q had a kid. And now you also have a daughter. Hey. So um, okay. that's we dope. So we're going to pretty much deal. Oh, <laughs> you're a deal. <laughs> man, I guess <laughs> um, I wanted to just ask, how did becoming a father like affect your dj career in you know positive or negative way and then how did having a kid affect your life in general because neither of us had a kid and 
have a kid yet. That I, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Like, yeah, hey, me neither, man. Me neither. <laughs> um, let me see. That's a, that's a good question, man. Um, so it affected me positively more than anything else mm-hmm. be- because she's a girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and just girl dab. About Let's that. go. Yeah, exactly. So I mean. For, like first and foremost like blessing all that kind of stuff love her she's I, I can only blame myself and mom but she's an asshole she's very mean she's a sour patch kid so uh, so it had it, 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 it molded me it, it, so yeah obviously you know as a man bringing a girl into the world you just become very stern very like protective and all that kind of stuff but you also become even more motivated where it's like i want her to know that like i, I want to be her superhero basically mm-hmm. i want to be the coolest person that she knows i want to be wow, the yeah. strongest person she knows i want her to be i want her to tell other people about me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so all positive you know having her it really made me go all right okay this is this is weird this is weird because compared to all my friends like like here they had kids way earlier than me so mm-hmm. i guess i'm kind of late to the party so i kind of had them to rely on for questions mm-hmm. and advice mm-hmm. but um yeah uh, all positive and like yeah i think i answered both of those questions did i yeah well yeah. what about your your dj career like how did that how did that change it at all oh okay so two things two things um it didn't change the only thing that it changed was time i had to learn how to manage time a lot better so mm-hmm. for example kind of like going back to twitch i would love to twitch you know monday through thursday earlier in the day you know what i mean to catch like the east coast people and stuff like that i would love to do that but it's, it's daddy daycare so mm-hmm. you know i'm watching blues clues and dora and you know, eating apple slices and grilled cheese. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's sounds, sounds so sick. Yeah, it, it is sometimes until you know every single word <laughs> of all the kids shows. Then it's like, all right, man, like I've started mixing them in and stuff. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, So, yeah, like like I said earlier, she's a Sour Patch kid. So she'll kick in the door whenever and just kind of jump on. And within the past maybe like five, six months, she's gotten more interested in, you know, wanting to DJ or like playing a song and then moving the fader over to the next song. Let's go. So, okay. Let's exactly. Go. So do I want her to be a DJ? Not necessarily, but if you're going to be a DJ, then I'm going to make you dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you yeah. way better than me, you know? So, yeah. That's kind of, that's super cool. Yeah. Have you, have you and Shandon set up uh, a play date yet? Not yet. Now, I, uh, my kid's older. My kid's she's three. I think he is, is two. Yeah, he can. He can. He can walk and he can play basketball. Yeah, I mean, like little Tyke's basketball, but he can. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's Shan's kid. So yeah, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> His look, those bounce passes are fundamental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's he's very solid with it too. I've seen him do some stuff, and I'm like. Damn, Dang. I was like, I would, I would have to swat him. I'd have to just, <laughs> wow. He said, you kind of nice. I can't, yeah, I, can't, I can't allow that, man. I can't allow that. Oh, man. I've already got the idea for you guys if you did like a daddy DJ podcast. 
Yeah, man, you know what's Yo. funny? I want to do like a girl DJ Twitch stream. A girl DJ, girl dad DJ Twitch stream. Q Q could be in it. Yeah, I say. Yeah. Link me. Got- link me. <laughs> yeah, I gotta build his laptop uh next week actually. So we gotta right. start that group chat. Girl Keep dads you- unite. Right. Go. Keep him on alert. <laughs> facts all right we are going to transition to the travel portion so if you have a sample you want to use for the travel portion uh oh DJ combo breaker. that was aggressive <laughs> dude yeah, he's you're you're in like bank c and d right now i can right. see that you're like pushing the arrows over you're like shit i gotta get over this next bank <laughs> I, and it's crazy it's i know i, I ran into a couple djs who were like you yeah. use all the banks and i was like yeah they're like you're crazy i mean i got my i got my eight and then i have drum pads on the second bank so i'm not i'm not at vegas status yet but i got half of them used up i use like five just five samples that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has, uh, you have the rick ross one right no i oh. got rid Everybody started using that one, man. I yeah, that one's. That one. Yeah, I, I should. I should get another one, but I don't know. That one's. I've been using it for so long. I. I don't think I could switch. Yeah. Vega. <laughs> Relax. Dude, one. the the worst one though, and I'm still annoyed every time I listen. Peter has the iPhone ding, like when you get a text oh. message. <laughs> it's so yeah. annoying. Like. Like you do it in the club and everyone like, oh, looks down like <laughs> what's yeah. going on. But I'd be mad because I'd be in the kitchen, like washing dishes or something, listening to his mix. And then mm-hmm. it'll go off and then I'll check my phone. Like uh, my hands are wet. I dry my hands, so, yeah. check my message. <laughs> and then I'm like, dang, that was just in his mix. I'm so yeah. upset. Yeah. You know, <laughs> They're always like you, in time, you know, you're supposed to keep that to yourself. You're not you're supposed to let nobody know that one. You're supposed to just be like, Josh you didn't get me this me. time. Josh yeah. nah, me, man. Nah, he yeah, he got me a the couple times. Other, now yeah. I don't, but the only other <laughs> sample I have is just the Kevin Hart one. Those are really the only two. He wasn't ready. Those are the only two I really <laughs> focus on. Um, all right, here we go. So the travel portion. Seattle, Los Angeles. Two very dynamic cities, two very different cities. Um, for music and for living, like which which did you prefer? For Oh, LA. I would say LA. That was such a quick answer. Damn. Yeah. LA easy. Cause like uh, Seattle, like even taking it back to like when MTV was still cool to most of us, like we were on the bubble a lot of different times to be like, Ooh, so-and-so artist is coming from here. And, you know, sorry, Mac, like Macklemore came out and kind of, took that away from everybody unfortunately so we get we get we get skipped over a lot but the thing is is that we have a very 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 dope talent base like just we have a very dope amount of people and amount of artists and and djs Mm -hmm. and we just get overlooked people you know say people go on tour they'll go to portland and then they'll skip over us and go to vancouver you know so that's crazy to me yeah, that's wild. I, I guess I wasn't in Seattle long enough to understand that complex. But like just you saying that is like, why would you go to Portland over Seattle? Right. But uh, see, busy. to me, to me, though, I feel like and no, this is Seattle, but I feel like Portland's kind of a cooler city. Like it's, it's it, kind of more hip. You know what I mean? 
it it is because they're um they're more they're more free you mm-hmm. know they they don't have they don't have the same amount of like like have you ever heard of the seattle freeze i i've heard of that Bro. term but okay wait that so was literally my first year in seattle was like exactly wait explain that for the listeners i don't know slash me okay so so seattle freeze is it's, it's, it's a clicky type of way of going about things so it's like you want to just keep everything to your own to yourself so if you're from seattle you've been here okay cool let's say look pancake comes up here and he's like oh, i'm gonna get a job here and do this over here and so on and so forth the higher ups you know corporate and all that kind of stuff would look down on that they'd be like mm, you can wait we'll go ahead and get these people over here first even mm-hmm. though you're more qualified for the job now when we're talking about socially it's kind of the same thing where because we have a ton of people from everywhere up here mm-hmm. and you know after you live somewhere for three years plus you're from there you know like you know mm-hmm. your way around and people would just kind of shut other people off and be kind of like mm, you're not from here so you don't really yeah. know about you know dicks or nothing like that so what are we gonna talk to you about you know kind of sucks oh, but, i see yeah. so it's it's like they it's like yeah if you're not well i mean in a in if you're from seattle though then that's kind of a good thing in a way sometimes sometimes mm. yeah because i think, it, oh, I think there's like this i think there's sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i no, think there's like this it's a weird type of social nepotism that like people believe they're doing what's best and then it like Man. ends up being a net negative for the entire culture and it's also that thing where it's just like you'll commit to something but then you don't show up and there's no accountability Mm-hmm. So, for example, like I ran into it a ton of times and it was where like I'd be like, hey, like I'm DJing here. Like, come on out. And they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm going to bring like five people. It's going to be great. No one shows up. Mm-hmm. And then you're just That's like, everywhere, though. True. It's, but but mm-hmm. it's a little bit worse in Seattle because there is no accountability for it. So, for example, like you can hit them back and be like, yo, what happened? And then like they they might just not respond to you for like a month. Yeah. Oh, and it's okay. it's it's a lot of like people trying to be cooler than the next. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's unnecessary. You look at like mm-hmm. in Atlanta or somewhere else where there's a lot more camaraderie, like people mm-hmm. are kind of like if you do good, we do good. Mm-hmm. Up here is not so much. Like they're kind of looking at it like, "Well, I'm over here doing this, so I'm cool. Mm-hmm. What are you doing?" It's, it's all like, about position. Like how can you position yourself to be to appear better than the next and then exactly when you talk uh about the way that seattle is now just this melting pot of like people from all over the country like you see that and then you also see people like unwilling to like to find an identity in seattle so they'll just they'll just like (laughs) there's also just then like it's a weird generalization to make but like because it's so tech heavy because it's so IT heavy, there's a very specific personality that goes around IT in general. And mm-hmm. with that, you're going to see a decline in the sociability side. So you don't see like all of these people working for Amazon or working for Microsoft or working for um, the satellite campuses that Google has up there or anything. It's like you're not going to see an entire party of 20 go out to the bar after they're done working. They're either going to go home and keep working. Or they're just going to stay at the office and hang out. 
Yeah. And now with like working from home, like there's no reason to go out. Right. It's a mm, weird, that, it's a weird city, man. Like I yeah. like I fell in love with it and I but miss it, it every day. But it's a it weird definitely has city. that. It's yeah. it's definitely that to a T. Yeah. And it's it's the reason why, like just having that DJ brotherhood and like camaraderie, like that was what allowed me to like I would argue, like I would say the word thrive in Seattle. Like mm-hmm. I was able to thrive in Seattle because I knew that I had this group of people that like didn't act that way. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool to have. So that's dope. Well, that transitions well into the next question. Seems how you know Seattle is 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 cool, but you liked LA better. Uh, what um what like out of town venue are you looking forward to getting back to? And uh, I was gonna say, say have you? Pool. you can't well, say I was gonna say, have pool, you DJed at Sunburn Pool yet? So no, that's like coming up then because you won that battle. Yeah. So. It's kind of up in the air now because of COVID, but mm-hmm. I I didn't he- I didn't know anything about sunburn pool party anything until that battle. Oh, so like shit. Oh, okay. I did I did the battle and then I did a bunch of research on it and was like, oh my god, I can't wait. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, sunburn is lit. Like that's probably the best pool party I'd say in Southern California for sure. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I'm hype. I'm super yeah. hype. So um, as of right now, like. It's it's just kind of up in the air, you know. You keep going. We keep going backwards. We don't know what's going to happen in summer. I know Vegas is opening all the way up. Yeah, and Vegas will be a hundred percent in at the beginning of June. Yeah, I was hundred percent. Yeah. But you just got to wear a mask. But I know California is moving forward too. They're talking about having stuff open up, and cl- I don't know about clubs, but clubs are kind of open. But I think I feel like Seattle's the first place that I've heard that's actually going backwards. Yeah. in the in the recent time yeah it's wild so, and we we keep going back and i it, like i think like our governor is he's playing it smart because you know how seattle is supposed to be like liberal city and all this kind of stuff so you have the liberal people who are just pissed off and mad and they're like you're not being smart about it and then you have everybody else you know what i mean or mm-hmm. then you might have like the complete other side who was just like you can't tell me what to do. Da, da, da. So he's dealing with a lot, but it's kind of like to a point now where it's like, you know, he should probably follow another city's plan or guideline. Cause like mm-hmm. the going forward and giving people a little bit of time and then going back again is kind of, yeah, you can't, like, you that's can't, not you can't the open move. the door yeah. and then close it. Like, yeah, you can't it's, open it. it's tough that way. It's going to set up a lot of like, I don't want to say drama. That might not be the right word for it, but chaos, I guess. Chaos that's, that's is probably the best word. Yeah. 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 Cause as soon as things open all the way up, people are just going to like kick the door down. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is seeing- true though. That's true. Cause if you look at Vegas, like we're supposed to be 85%. I just DJ the craziest parties this past weekend, like or- crazier than pre COVID. Like I'm like these, these, this ain't 85%. You know what I mean? This is 150%. Like, I don't know what's going on. They keep trying to pay us 85% though, which is making me upset, but, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> but that that's how, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know how it would be in Seattle, but I feel like once, once things open up, it's like the floodgates are going to open. And I don't, I don't know how people are in Seattle, but especially Seattle summertime, like the weather's going to be getting nice. People are going to want to go out for sure. So mm-hmm. I think everywhere is going to get crazy. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing for a governor to be like, you know what, I'm going to wait and see. But 
I mean, who knows? Once uh, people are getting vaccinated, I don't know. That's what kind of me. I was like, I got the vaccine now, so let's let's get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, yeah, why not? I got my second one coming up soon, so I'm kind of uh, like, let's when go. that happens, I'm I'm just flashing my card everywhere. It's like, mm. all right, cool, like, <laughs> yeah, let me in. So, yeah, there is something with Seattle since it was the first city hit. Yeah, yeah. like they yeah. need to be the example. Um, exactly. I also think there's going to be this weird thing of like, you also have a lot of apathetic people that just don't care because like they've mm-hmm. already become accustomed to this new routine of working from home and they're like, good. Um, I think the the difficult thing that you're running into is like, there is such a high affluence level in Seattle of people that can work from home that it marginalizes the people that like need to work and they need to be out there working because they don't have that type of privilege of like, being in a job that allows them to just work from their computer at home. And so like you have an entire industry that's like essentially lost right now with service industry, with like music industry, all that, like, was it like Nemo's like shit, yeah. man, Nemo's hired, like employed a ton of people. Yeah. They, they got hit hard too. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Right. And so now you're looking at it like, well, now it's only going to be the rich in Seattle. Like there is no working class really anymore because it's just like what happened to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it changes during election season. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. all the policy has to reflect what will get them reelected. Yeah. So that's going to be wild. It'll be interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious because like, my outlook on this whole entire thing is that they should have just waited. We should have stayed in phase 2.5 or something like that until shit until Memorial day weekend. Once it started getting like real sunny and the weather was better. And then if we did have to go back, let's go back in December, not December, like, you know, November, like fall when it's like, we got to start worrying about that kind of stuff and the actual flu and, you know, do all that later meanwhile like my school has been open the entire year we've had kids in our building the entire time what like see yeah no thing right Uh, crazy crazy how that works um last question for you or do you just want to go to rapid fire yeah let's just go to rapid fire yeah yeah i think we're good we're we're skipping a question for you you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) all right all right so these are rapid fire questions um basically first thing that comes to mind no filter just go okay all right. All right. Uh, here we go. A, oh, do you have a setup oh. sound for this? <laughs> He's on it. I'm on it. He's so yeah, stressed. Look at the anxiety. Use. No anxiety. I got to go through some. Damn. Damn. That's good. That's good. I like all that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Rapid fire question. This is always the first one we start with. You're at the airport. You're about to go on a flight. Pretty long flight. What's the food and snack you're going to grab before your flight? Go. Oh, uh, orange juice, Gordetto's and SeaTac has this nice bagel sandwich spot that I always go to. Those I think things. I ate there. I know what you're talking about. I did. It's I ate there one time. That's yeah, bomb. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, pause, pause. You don't you don't fuck with Sam Choi's right before you leave? Nah, I, I mean, I have before. That's not my go to, though. Dang. That's, that's not my go to. They got the Moco logo at the airport, though, bro. See, I don't want to be on the air. I don't want to be on the airplane farting like that, though. Like, that's, hey, if it's a like if it, it's a if it's a red eye flight, I'll eat that and then just pass out and just let out a whole bunch of silent killers. Right. <laughs> Terrible person. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm that guy. All right. Here we go. Next question. Uh, biggest pet peeve when you're DJing and biggest pet peeve when you're traveling. Hmm. 
biggest pet peeve when I'm DJing is when the drunk girl brings her friends to the booth. I'm so one, sorry if I've ever done that to you. No, 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 no. Like one, because okay, I mean, I guess I have that role or whatever. So, and I'm short, so it's like if I'm DJing and I got drunk girl number two over here, you know, trying to be drunk girl in the booth, and she's rubbing her boobies on my elbow, you might get elbowed. Bow, I'm gonna do one of those, right? <laughs> if you need a sound effect for that. <laughs> Whatever. Cage. So um yeah, now she brings her friends, then it's like I gotta like multiple because I don't know if you guys box have out. ever had this happen. Square up, you gotta box out. Exactly. But I've I've had I had a girl touch the turntable like while it was moving. Like, oh my god, you're doing the ficky ficky, and she touches yeah. it and does that. And I'm an that's asshole. the only time I've ever kicked anyone out of the booth was oh, for no, that. She, I kicked her out on the mic. Like I literally like yeah. the music messed up. I got on the mic and was like, you guys, I didn't do that. That was this girl right here. Hey, what's your name? I put her on the mic. Get out of my booth. Like the music was off. So I've done stuff like that before. But that um, sounds like then, a me thing. Fuck. <laughs> I do aggressive. the I dude. I have this thing right now where like I'll just get on the mic if somebody's like trying to ask me something. I'll be like, bro, I'm not gonna play nickelback right now. Not <laughs> yeah, turn the yeah. music off. Yep. Out to let everybody know out some right away um yeah love i love nickelback just throwing that out there but whatever everyone hates on them <laughs> that is right, about- hey that eccentric mix with nickelback that's Dude, i play i play that shit all the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah that's fire what about creed um uh, see they get too I- much they don't get enough recognition <laughs> in my opinion. yeah exactly they're a meme band now uh, um, oh but uh pet peeve traveling is having the middle seat and having that person fall asleep on you like a stranger. Oh, um, when they lean in on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand it, but it's like, get off. Hey, or <laughs> middle seat and the, the two end seats take the armrest from. Oh, bro. I've gotten in so many arguments about that. Yeah. That's the unwritten rule. The middle seat gets the both armrest. Yeah, yeah. The window has a whole entire wall. Like, come yeah. on. Man. But yeah. Fucking hey. All right, Josh, go ahead. All right. Here we go. Uh, you sound like you're you're a, at least a lightweight foodie. What's your favorite restaurant in Seattle? Oh, that's hard. No, it's not. There's a place that you DJ at, and they serve food, and it's delicious. No, that's not my favorite. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh, I don't fired. know. Fired. No, I'm just fired. Canceled. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Top yeah. top three. Top three. Go. Uh, <laughs> damn. Cap- Capital Grill. God damn it. Empanema. I quit. <laughs> if you say McDonald's, I swear to God. Nah, I wouldn't say McDonald's. Damn. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm gonna roll with that one. I'm gonna say uh, Empanema. Okay, that's nice. like a Brazilian place or what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds fire. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's probably my best, my the favorite. Steak, bro. Steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Well, here we go. Instead of favorite, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off off script here. Instead of favorite restaurant, your favorite male Korean DJ that used to live in Seattle. Go. <laughs> there's so many of them. Um, <laughs> there's, now there's suddenly all this geez. influx of Korean DJs. We could yeah, think of one it's, earlier. <laughs> it's crazy. 
I just I just went on Twitter and I just asked a bunch. So, I mean, <laughs> who's yo? Who's Korean? Asking for a friend. Parentheses All right, myself. Right, right. All right, here we go. Next question. Who is your favorite musical artist? Just making noise right now. Where you're like, if it wasn't COVID, like they would be they would be blowing up right now. That you're like people are sleeping on them. I don't know if they're sleeping on him, but he's my favorite right now. And that's a uh, Sada baby. Ooh. Okay. Dude, people love him. Yeah. I be playing, I be playing this. Like a lot of people ask, he's from Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of people will be like, yo, we from Detroit, play some Sada baby. I'm like, all right, let me throw see, it that's, on. See, that's one thing I want to, I want to <laughs> like get into in Vegas is that you guys have so many different, you have the whole country there, you know? Yeah. So like when I'm up here and somebody comes up to me and says, play some like New Orleans music, which I love, it's kind of weird because I'll play it for bounce. those Let's two go. people. Yeah, yeah exactly. but there's like, not like enough people to. Yeah. yeah, like those two people would love it. But the rest of the club is going to be like, well, what is this? Oh, is that the Drake sample? And it's like, all right. <laughs> hey, so if they throw you $100, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. No, um, DJ Q actually brought up a really good point about that. We talked to him about like being a Vegas DJ because he like he's born and raised Vegas. So it's like, he comes with the city mm-hmm. and we were asking him like Vegas sound, like you are the Vegas sound. Like what, what do you identify that as? He goes, technically he goes, it's easier to DJ outside of the city than it is to DJ in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're outside of the city of Vegas, everybody expects you to be the Vegas DJ, which is very cut and dry. Right. Like yeah, you, okay. you play drops, you play bangers, you get on the mic and that's it. Mm-hmm. But then in you don't Vegas, get to be creative like Josh, like share your story about uh, uh, swim when you had the Brazilian like this. Oh, yeah, that was just this this past weekend. It was super cool. There was like this whole group of people. from. They're like Brazilians that are, I don't know, like exactly how it worked, but there were Brazilian people from all around America that currently live in America. And they were all in Vegas and they were all at stadium swim. And it was just nuts. Like I literally played every uh Brazilian song, every what do you call it? A uh, baile funk, every yeah, yeah. everything I had, dude. They went nuts. It was it was crazy. I was glad that I had that much Brazilian music to play for them because yeah. they were literally, you know, probably three quarters of the people at the pool. So I was catering to them, obviously. But um I don't know how that and then yeah. that's my favorite shit to play. Well, right it's now, just too. like you had yeah. you had the archive of stuff you needed to play, but like for Seattle, for example, like who like when are you ever gonna have be like, oh, I should probably go dig for my Portuguese music because there might be a Brazilian like group that comes into this mm. that maybe happen. maybe for a wedding, but that's right. about it. Yeah. Right. But meanwhile, like Josh, you just gotta have this stuff good to go. Like you never know who's gonna show up there. It's like, got to be true. Me- mediocre at everything, and and, and you make it out here. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you, know, you got, just... and then your what was it your Instagram got spammed by like. Oh like, yeah, that was crazy. Account. Yeah, he. So the the whole thing, the whole reason why it started was this dude like walked up to me. He's like, "Yo, can I get in the booth?" And I was like, "Nah, you can't come up here." And like, especially the way that booth is, like, you you really can't get up there. He's like, he's like, "Oh man, I'm like, uh, I'm like big in Brazil." Or something. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's cool." You know what I mean? And he's like, can you play some Brazilian music? I was like, I'll play some Brazilian music. He's like, can I get up there? I was like, no, nah, man, you can't come up here. He was like, what's your Instagram? So I like, and then he uh, put my Instagram in his phone and he was like, look, look, you're about to be at 10K. I had like 9,000 followers or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, look now. And I looked and I had 10,000 followers. And then by the end of the night, I had like 13,000 followers. I don't know how he did it or oh, what, shit. but yeah, it was crazy. But it, 
I come to find out, I thought he was like famous. He just like runs social media marketing. So all the followers oh. like mostly fake. Like all I was right, like, right. <laughs> I'm kind of annoyed. I had to put my my account on private to stop all the followers from coming in. It was uh, oh, what a terrible situation. Yeah, but it, but it would be different. Like if <laughs> I thought he was actually famous and like made all these people follow me. But once I started looking, I was like, oh, these are not real, yeah. like real accounts. But yeah, that was a that was a crazy. Yeah, Vegas is definitely back. It's been sorry. These rapid fire questions are very slow. I'm sorry about that. I got it. <laughs> no, Josh, go ahead. Uh, is it my? All right. <laughs> so you're clearly uh, clearly into video games just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your favorite video game as a kid, and what's your favorite video game currently? Um, all the Mario's, that whole franchise of Mario in general. That's what I grew up on. That's what my like dad got me started on. So Mario, Sonic, all that kind of stuff. Mario franchise. Right now, favorite game: uh, Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash. I was gonna say I yeah. saw you playing Super Smash Brothers. Oh, wait, so your DJ name is Vega? Are you? named after vega the character from uh from uh what is it from street, street, fighter. street fighter or is it like vega like sega I'm, I'm confused so it's from street fighter it's more it's more parallel to street fighter than it is sega uh-huh. but the sega just fits uh-huh. so like my my drop i actually took an old radio drop it's actually a uh, jeremiah and how he says my name i chopped it and i said the v part like just the sound of v, uh, uh, and then added the the sega sound to it so when you hear it it clearly sounds like dj vega instead of sega hit it, uh, hit so it. go ahead drop go. that one time <laughs> dj vega so yeah dang hey. there it is hey look at that. um okay wait so i actually got a user question shout out to my little brother uh, so my little brother's a fan of Funko Pops, and you clearly have eight hundred of them behind you. Uh, as, I only uh, see three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, he he asks, "What is your favorite Funko Pop, and will you sell it to him?" <laughs> no, he just said, "What's your favorite one?" Uh, favorite one. So I'm a huge MF Doom fan. Uh, where did I Ooh, RIP. Yep. Yeah, uh, okay, there's two of them. Hopefully, I don't make this fall. Yo, I'm ready for this to happen. We're it's not, it's not gonna fall. <laughs> um, so the homie, what's his name? Chris James. He does like customs. So I know that I have a custom Mad Villain wow. and a custom MF Doom that not many people have. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, wow. And I, and I got this. I got because I'm like I said, huge. I don't know if you guys can see it. Let me, uh, adjust this camera oh oh shit okay oh, yeah. yeah 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 so i'm a huge m of doom fan and i got this before he passed and then i have another one and i even like dr doom from fantastic four so uh-huh doom that's, Dude, that, that's, that's dope yeah, yeah see my little brother has a lo- bunch of sport he's in the sport so he has like a bunch of you know the sports characters and stuff like that that's tell him to stick with that because those are going to be worth some money yeah that's what he keeps saying he works at gamestop so he has like he just gets them for super cheap and has like so many of them i'm like bro well, it's probably crazy. gets access too because yeah just, and like, he gets them like early and stuff like that so i don't know when he, he when he saw my post he was like, oh dang look at all those funko pops yeah <laughs> that, that that sounds like a plug link me link me yeah <laughs> he's right, out we, if you're ever out in la yeah definitely we have another guest question from our one and only Dear beloved DJ Kid, Vitor. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> so he first wants to ask your favorite Nickelodeon show growing up. It's a tie. Oh, here we go. It's a tie between Hey Arnold. All right. And my brother and me. Okay. One reason Wait, my- for both. One reason for both. Go. We said one reason for both? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, hey, give a reason for each one. Hey Arnold, because of the soundtrack. They probably had like the most funkiest soundtrack ever. For real. Um, and then my brother and me is Am I saying it right? Is it my brother and me? It's my brother and me. Yeah, I actually never saw this. This is a okay. Nickelodeon sitcom from yeah, 94. Okay. okay, where? Okay. I thought it was my my, my brother and I or something like that. Mm. But anyway, that's back when uh Nickelodeon was like unapolog- unapologetically black. Uh-huh. <laughs> and their whole cast was black. Like Amanda Seals was on it. And I I feel like I could relate. I was seeing some little black yeah. kids on TV. Yeah. And I was like, this is dope. So That's yeah, awesome. and he, dope. it was yeah, a little black dude had like he had an Asian friend and a white friend. So they were hella diverse. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, uh this is before I had cable. So <laughs> I, I, didn't have cable. I didn't have cable until high school. That's that that's that single kid life, man. That Bro, only child went, life. When I went to hotels on vacations, I was just in the room. Yeah. Right. Watching that. No, watching all the shows that the kids were right. talking about in school. Yeah. And shout gotcha. out to shout out to DJ Kid hanging out with you last weekend, Josh. Yeah, he was just out in Vegas a few days ago. Oh, work. Yeah. He yeah. came out for his uh, his girl's birthday. Shout out to Nikki. Nikki. Uh wait, while we're on the user questions, I got another user question. This dude asked two questions, but I'm only gonna uh only gonna ask one of them because the second one's inappropriate. Do you know uh Generoso? Uh, I knew it was. I knew it was somebody who was gonna try and troll and be yeah. stupid. Wait, um, can we ask both questions then? <laughs> I don't know. He gets crazy. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask the one. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, ask both. I I I'll go with the first the the easier one. What is team chocolate? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> right here, guys. Hey, how's it going? Team, you're stupid. <laughs> um, Team Chocolate is a group of misfits, a group of vigilantes, and he is the only Asian in our group. And he came up with the name because we vetted him and said that he could be one sixteenth black to come up with the name Team Ooh. Chocolate that he was a part of. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> that's like that. That's like that TikTok where it's like. He can come to the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> He's <yeah>. invited. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Ask the second one. I, on, a, on a scale of one to ten, how inappropriate is this? I mean, it's it's more funny than anything. I'll just I'll just go ahead and ask it. Yeah, ask get, it. Go ahead. You get you get to keep one. Maya, your girlfriend, or your turntables. Which one are you keeping? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maya. And she that's, knows that. That's the only answer. <laughs> that's yeah. the only she, there's one answer. Yeah, and she knows that. So I'm totally fine. I'm in the clear. Yeah. There it <laughs> is. Because he knows that he can come hang out with you or me. And we got turntables. Go. There you go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last question for you. Again, thank you for being on this podcast. I had an absolute blast with you. And uh we definitely want to do a follow-up with you connecting bytes radio or maybe connecting Vigi games radio i'm down for whatever play a little Vigi games 
I'm down for whatever, man. A little, little solitaire. <laughs> we'll we'll all play by ourselves. <laughs> so um, you get right. the high score. <laughs> Here we go. Have you ever missed a flight? And if yes, tell us about it. Hmm. Okay. This okay. So I was on tour yes. with Here we go. an artist. <laughs> with an artist uh ryan carvale um he's from here he lives in la now he i had to it was like a how long was it like a month and a half maybe maybe two months tour something right. like that mm-hmm. and i had to because i'm I, when wedding season happens i get really into weddings stuff like that too that's where like a lot of my money comes from so mm-hmm. i had already had this wedding booked for like a full year so i remember I had to fly back, do the wedding. Then I had to fly back to Denver. Like there was no sleep involved. Wow. And he, he, he messed around because he booked the flight back and he booked the wrong flight. So I was at the airport looking dumb, talking about, Hey, let me get on the plane and my ticket wouldn't scan. And I didn't know why. So then I had to buy a last minute ticket to get there and so on and so forth so i guess does that count as missing a flight kind of not nah, that's a that's a good story not, though not the way that we hear these stories usually yeah it's uh, usually I was, <laughs> I was i was hammered i was blacked out i had a flight to catch out of this place to go dj at a different place and i missed it i've i've had good luck because the only times that i've been like completely just slammed or whatever and i fell asleep at the airport a nice a nice older lady woke me up like uh, that's happened that's happened like three times where it's like right. they've been like hey um are you yeah, your, are you, know? you on this one yeah that's yeah. what so kid conrad his story oh, was that he was like i did everything in my power to be at the airport and my seat he was like i made it i was there mm-hmm. before and then he said i just dozed off a little bit he said he was seated right in front of the gate and he woke up gate. he woke up and the plane was backing out <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't because he was drunk we all thought it would be because he was drunk that's happened to me before but i didn't miss the plane though like i that was one of those i got lucky like i showed up front seat everything like that and yeah got lucky but because a lady that's, said hey is that yours and i was like oh shit oh, yeah so, i should probably get up nice. yeah i mean that's uh, rude if someone's sitting in the area and they're asleep like i'll be like yo are you on this flight like right. that's common courtesy that's when you just gotta like tape the ticket to yourself and just be like please wake me up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna start doing that vega thank you for your time uh let the people know how they can get a hold of you where they can find you or um so on all socials it is that dj vega and on twitch it is the nerd at the cool table and I do cool mixes from time to time. So, yeah. Nice. Um, you, what days do you stream? Yep. Oh, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. West Coast time. Hey. Hey. Is there a mix that you're making for us? Is there one you've already created? What can we expect to hear from you for this mix coming after the interview? Mm, I don't know. A bunch of random stuff. That's usually how my Thursdays go. I, I do. Hey. I play off a of feeling. So if the chat comes in there and they say some funny stuff, I'm probably going to play some young Hummer and see where it goes. Or so, <laughs> you, you it. don't know. You don't know about let me smang a girl. Let me smang a girl. Smash it. Nah, I, need to, I need a download. What? All right. All right. All right. Oh, we're man. about to. Hey, we're about to have a moment. I open for him. Oh, say where? Yeah. I, I had a shirt autographed by him 
and I don't know what happened to it. So I opened for him in Milwaukee, ironically. That's fire. That was the highest paying gig I think I've ever had opening for someone ever. And it was it was literally like the song was just taking off. It wasn't there yet. So that's why he was in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Bro, there were more white people there than I'd ever seen in my entire life. I don't know how like still to this day, I didn't know how to feel about how good they were doing. Yeah. Cause like you you watch it and you're like, what the hell is this? It's but the it's, eye contact it, for me. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> it kind of it kind of slaps though. So you're kind of yeah. with it. And then yeah. afterwards you're like, I don't know. And then they come out with 10 more songs and you're like, and then you go on tour. You're like, hold up, <laughs> what's going on? Like, I feel that about young gravy right now. Dude, young I, gravy slap, bro. I like I him. <laughs> I love young gravy. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Vega, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, for our listeners, what's going to come up next is a mix from DJ Vega himself. Do you know if you're going to make this one exclusive for us? Or are you just going to give us? Do you, do you have a one like you're ready to load, block and load, and send our way? Or um, I can. Or you, or you can, you can just record your uh, your Twitch set, maybe. Yeah, I could do that. I could do either or. I was going to say, I know I have a couple. I was like, you guys don't mind if it's from somewhere. Yeah, it can be from something else or because I have exclusive. I have one that I was actually listening to today that Ooh. I did for the roster radio. Does that work? Oh, is it that fire? clean. Oh, you. <laughs> it don't matter. Is it fire? That's it's, all that matters. It's, it's, it's high energy the whole way through. So you get to you get to hear DJ Chaos. He's hosting it. I mean. Hey, whatever you want, man. This is your show. We're just happy to be here. All right, cool. I, I'll roll with that one then. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, what you got up next is an exclusive mix from <laughs> a roster radio excerpt featuring <laughs> DJ Vega. Yep. Let's get it. When I spit it, corners the blocks, even the cops feel it. Brothers on lockdown, on a cop feel it. It's real in the field, the last Mohican who survived in the streets and did something decent. Now I got plans to buy the whole hood. Legit now, I ain't got a lot of no judge. I make hits now, money I flip now. Hood fella, every honey wanna kiss now. I lit up my neck here and now. So girls everywhere, this how we get down.
people like you owe your rent Owe me back like it's money I lend Pay me back, you shake it again I play to win, girls in the club moving I get them real hot, my song to do some I glow, I'm so mysterious Nas and nasty the alias Vega. Thing platinum, I glow Cadillac trucks pulling up to the dough On top, out the car, lounge at the bar We spend a thousand we now look how rowdy we are I feel like a million dollars, feel me how To the max with the pins and chrome wheel and dollars Thugs and rentals to the players and ballers Sexy mamas, fly ladies, look at proper Look good enough to be taking shopping Earrings, bracelets, now you rocking Your body's so nice that I give you this option Let you wear my big chain if we get it popping I'm a bad boy, do good things Got a lemonade with chicken wings With a bad bitch, it's quite thick So I might just pop myself a chain I'm a bad boy, do good things I'm a bad boy, do good things I'm a bad boy, do good things Got a lemonade with chicken wings I'm a bad boy, do good things Got a lemonade with chicken wings Bad bitch, it's quite thick So I might just pop myself a chain tonight Slim shoddy with a tank top I'ma let him munch it on my cake pop Yeah, yeah, young Bill making his try So I might just take your woman home Everybody in the whole building I said, everybody in the whole building Come on, follow along, feel the group And get yourself to move Get your ass to the dance floor I said, ass, ass to the dance floor Come on, come on, follow along, feel the group Yeah, there's no, no one, one, two, two, two Make it girl Pick a boy, round, like a toy, grab my hands, put them close, push them back, do them back. Pick a girl, come on, pick a boy, come on, spin them round, come on, like a toy. I said, grab my hands, come on, put them close, come on, oh yeah, push them back, come on, do them most. Let's go. And I'm real whip on the side, now I'm looking fly, baby, no money, young baby, five. 30 minute hits, yeah, why would I lie? Pop all night, we pacify. Crazy bad girls in my side, think I need a trial. Confidence is peaky, I'm a really nice guy. I find lady, yo, girl, you wanna try Can't you feel these spikes tonight? Everybody in the whole building I said, everybody in the whole building Come on, follow along, feel the group And get yourself to move Get your ass to the dance floor I said, get your ass to the dance floor Come on, follow along, feel the group Yeah, there's no one to prove Pick a girl, pick a boy Spin around, like a toy Grab my hands, put them close Push them back, do them most I said, pick a girl, come on Pick a boy, come on, spin a brand, come on, like a toy. I said, grab my hands, come on, put a flow, come on, oh yeah, push them back, come on, do the most, let's go. Pick a girl, come on, pick a boy, come on, spin a brand, come on, like a toy. I said, grab my hands, come on, put them flow, come on, push them back, come on, do the most. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a vacation, I feel better at work. I do whatever is worth. I give whatever I'm worth. Thing about talking behind my back is that it just keep coming back to me, nigga. Was up for a sec, now it's back to me, nigga. You mad at me? This ain't what I want, man. This is what it had to be. This is the day not working after me, man. This is why I'm always mad at me. This is why I'm your majesty, man. The click is the tightest, the pussy the tightest, the drinks are the coldest, the future the brightest, the feet not divided, the love is divided, and I just got it. Right there, we got it. Trust me, you get what you get. Yeah. You gotta come to my side and see how we live. Yeah. I cannot see heaven being much better than this. Yeah. Blessings on blessings for me and my niggas from the seas. Look at what we did. Yeah. Be quiet, I'm doing a toast. 
for a good time, not a long time, you know I Vega. I haven't had a good time in a long time, you know I Be the 
fuck with you. Show that ass. I can't 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 fuck with you. Show that ass. Hold on. Club guard said head down, bitch drop. What? Club guard said pop a molly and touch your pot. What? Bitch throw that ass like a motherfucking pass. Bitch you know I'm tryna smash. Pop that pussy for this ass. Got a car full of bitches. Yellow, black, white. They been rolling through they strikes. They can't even talk right. They don't ever dance with niggas. They just only dance with bitches. Speaking where you find the most. None of y'all motherfucking business. What's up, Papa Ron? All these bitches gone. Knock a dime, then delete a number in the morning ha! What's up TV, you got them bitches, let me see Head down, ass up, pop that pussy for a cheat and throw that ass Hold up, bitch, 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 throw that ass Throw that ass I can't fuck with you I can't fuck with you I can't fuck with you I had to get my numbers up Now I got it like they gave it to me But I took it, they ain't give it to me She really do, she really do it to me God knew it for me yeah. It really fit, it's a shoe in for me uh. I started hooping for the Nike check yeah. I play tennis for the Rolex I be in Miami, never seen a bitch Fucking up out in blue when you saw me was all on me, had to get her up I just came to get these women in these fits up I'm everywhere, I just didn't get no pics up You was there, shit, you saw me get my shit up Oh, oh, you heard about it Damn, these niggas love the gossip Damn, I had to get it poppin' I ain't had no running game, I ain't had no option Now I really got it I really do, I really got it Ain't no secret to it if I did it, then I had to do it She really do, she really got it I had to do it She came through a nigga, I had to do it I really do, I really got it Ain't no secret to it If I did it, then I had to do it She really do, she really got it I had to do it She came through Damn, I love it when they get it She know I got it Fuck a critic and a cynic Invite her over I ain't expect shit Alcohol for dinner, jump the gun for breakfast Sex is stage left on some clever shit
With China, what the race to China? Just a race in China, low bad trinity. But she mixed with China, real thick vagina, smuggle bricks to China. Oh, 
bottles of Clico and ashes on the floor. Towel under the dope. We wasn't supposed to even smoke. I ain't tripping, never slipper slacking on my pimping. Drop the nerd you wick, I'm smoke a drink with he who's winning. Ain't like them guys who whine and dine and keep their women. My bitches only want two things that's to get high and kick it. Try my pop prescription, take a couple shots with lemon. Usually have to watch a movie to see how I'm living. Yeah, so what's the hold up? Way to bring the bottle, get them easy waters rolled up. Self made G, did everything on my own, bruh. In my early 20s, what money is wide as Oprah? Pack another bottle, get the weed, bro. Crack a window, we gon' smoke this endo Saying that you still have from last night You try to pass, trying to beware of the fast life Kick it with the planes and it'll be your last flight Yeah, OG hash, let you stumble to class right The sex great, no I don't give her no half pipe Housekeepers knocking, we don't let them in Rolling doobies up, room with a jacuzzi tub Say she never she been never in the game, I am a veteran After we fuck, roll the doctor prescribed medicine Let you hit it once, then you sleep in a fly nigga traveling the world, taking your girl for the weekend. Keep Pack it. another bottle, get the weed, bro. And you know I got it, everything's on. Everything's on. I got it a lot cause I'm getting bankrolled. And they follow me anywhere that my plane goes. Say she never been. Say she never been. Say she never been. I'm getting bankrolled. Yeah. Have you ever looked? 
feel like the whole team running missions. Pyramid schemes, just like the Egyptians back when high lines were still flipping. Now I'm seeing money off a high line, flinging, but it feels different. Like a boss, I just lift a hand 
green cash. Call me Rain Man. Money like a shower, that's my rain dance. And we all in black, like it's gangland. Say the wrong words, you be hangman. Why me stick to your bitch like a spray tan? Uh, Mr. What kind of car you in? In the city, love my name, nigga, I ain't gotta say She can get a taste. She can get a taste. Fuck what a nigga say. It's all the same like Mary Kate. She can get a taste. Let you get a taste. Do you love the taste? Yeah, that's cool. But he ain't like me. A lot of girls like me. Niggas wanna fight me. Nigga, get your ass checked like a fucking Nike. Me not icy. That's unlikely. And she gon' suck me like a fucking high C. I'm chains on the neck for the whole team. And I feel like Gucci with the ice cream. And my bitch went to Fenty, not the Maybelline. I'm the Black JB. Looking for M's like I lost a friend Jump out of my bed like where the bread You go hold the egg, way to bring the check When we talk, we collision call Keep us in your thoughts, fully dressed at the crack of dawn Weapons heading off, I can hear them from the block See them creeping through the fog Season's greetings, now feeding season can start Oh my God, look alive, looking like I live life on a crooked line Doing fine, you want maximum, stupid, I am the guy First of all, fuck the fucking law We is fucking raw, stay top top Oysters on the half jail, switch your ball Like a bitch and the pussy feet Still fuck the raw I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog, ha 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 Oh, dirty bastard, go in your jaw Shimmy, shimmy, y'all Got a semi in the hemi going gimme, gimme, y'all Pugilistic, my linguistics, RJ Ruda damage, y'all And I rap it, pornographic, beat set up the camera Ooh la la, are we He crushing, it's no discussion I used to be musk and I wasn't supposed to be nothing Y'all fuckers corrupted, I up to something disgusting My pockets are pumped for this season, I love the couple I'm afraid of nothing but nothing, this ain't it something Warm augers are dumping, a point and click at your pumpkin You're suffering instructions, so put your kids in the oven Fuck a king or queen and all of they lost subjects I pull my penis out and I piss on they shoes in public People, we the pirates, the pride of this great republic No matter what you order, motherfucker, we what you stuck with I used to love Bruce, but living my vida loca Help me understand, I'm probably more of a joke When we usher in chaos, just know that we did it smile Cannibals on this island, inmates run the asylum <laughs>
Fuck you all they shit, I would, yeah, I would Relax, 
Yeah, I would If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would Head so good, pussy so good If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would Yeah, I would Yeah, I would If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would I'ma splash, I'ma splash Pop a pill, I won't even do that half Do the whole thing, I'ma last, I'ma last Pussy so good, I never fuck you in the ass Got a long dip, that shit barely fit Like OJ Glove, you must've quit All these other hoes, I must've quit When you ask me what other bitch you fucking with I grab you up on some hood shit You look back like good shit Got so deep in that bitch, it felt spiritual Flooded in that pussy, it's a miracle Yeah, how the hell you suck the soul out my dick? They made me a feast and started rolling up the zip. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. That's why I fuck with you. I had told all my niggas they won't fuck you too. Got mad, told my niggas they can't fuck with you. Cause last time we fucked, I fell in love with you. I know my face the perfect tat. You little baby, I'm the dad. Trying to fuck so bad, cause the ass so good. Pussy so good. If I could quit my job and fuck you all this shit, I would. Yeah, I would. If I could quit my job and fuck you all this shit, I would. Ass so good, pussy so good. If I could quit my job and fuck you all this shit, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. If I could quit my job and fuck you all this shit, I would. Make it hot to death. Trying to tell me how to live Whack, whack, hate under my pictures on the gram But you better hope I never run across your man uh, In the mall with him, I'ma have a ball with him Somebody call Rihanna, I'ma buy some drawers with him He been with the staying cause he in the wild women Put them legs on his head, now he love tall women uh, You'll never catch me calling these dad, dad, daddy I ain't lying by my nut just to make him happy Lifestyle when the can't can't fit a magnum It never happened if the Noon just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young niggas at the pad throwing up gang signs. Ran in the house and grabbed my clip with the Mac 10 on the side of my hip. Bailed outside and pointed my weapon. Just as I thought, the fools kept stepping. Jumped in the foe, hit the juice on my ride. I got front and back, and side to side Then I let the Alpine play, play Bumpin' new shit by N.W.A It was gangsta gangsta at the top of the list Then I played my old shit, it went something like this Cruising down the street in my 6-4 Jockin' the bitches, slapping the hoes Went to the park to get the scoop Knuckleheads out there, cold shoes and boots A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G Rolled down his window and he started to say It's all about a lady that you see from the Gonna get the rough, it's gonna get the rough. So if you're worried out, it's time. 
Vega.